Hey, what's up? Cody Birch. Welcome back to the Cody Builds a Business podcast. And today in another episode on the alternative traffic series of the show where we talk about how people are getting traffic outside of Facebook and Instagram ads, we're talking with Jill Angie. And Jill uses ambassadors, she uses members and customers inside of her own programs to promote her existing programs. And so we had a really interesting conversation here about how she's set up that program. And we also brainstormed ideas on how she can make it even better. And I always love brainstorming with people on the show. It's not just a typical interview show. We're always putting our heads together and thinking about ways we can better serve the people that we feel called to help. So Jill is a certified running and mindset coach. She helps women who have never felt athletic start running so they can feel confident in their body. And she started the Not Your Average Runner movement in 2013 to show that runners come in all shapes, sizes, and speeds. I know you'll love this chat with Jill, Angie, and I hope you enjoy it. Want to know what it really takes to build a thriving, profitable business from the ground up? Hey, I'm your host, Cody Birch, and this is the Cody Builds a Business Podcast, your unfiltered front row seat to watching me build a seven-figure online business from scratch or die trying. Let's get started. Hey, before we go to the interview today, I wanted to make sure you knew about my newest workshop. It's called the Laidback Launch Workshop, and it's something that I am really, really proud of because when you go to launch your next program, course, membership, mastermind, whatever it is, you can get kind of bogged down in the details. And the temptation is to go ahead and build the thing and plan a big launch and get JVs and affiliates. And it's actually the opposite of that that I teach in the Laidback Launch Workshop. We talk about how to validate your idea before you even build it, how to get your first few customers, and how to build social proof and momentum towards a big spotlight launch in the future should you choose to do that. So to check out the Laidback Launch Workshop, just go to codybirch.com slash laidback. All right, we now welcome to the podcast, Jill Angie. Jill, how are you doing today? I'm great, Cody. Thanks for having me. Yes, I'm glad you're here. We talked a bit before hitting record because you raised your hand with yet another really interesting way you're getting uh, traffic. I always call them eyeballs. It sounds a little macabre, but you're getting people, you're getting humans to point their face at your offers and learn about you and kind of come into your world and you're not using Facebook ads to do it, which is the whole point of this series here on the podcast. And so before we dive into your really unique way that you're getting traffic to your offers, tell us a little bit about yourself and about your business. Okay. Uh, So I am a running coach and a mindset coach. And what I do in my business is I help women who have never felt athletic start running so that they can feel confident about themselves, build their fitness. And, you know, as a strategic byproduct of that, up-level their whole lives. <laughs> um, nice. And how I do that is um, my, my primary offering is a, a 30-day beginning beginner's running course where I teach them my, my running style and my mindset tools. And then after that, I have a membership that they can join if they want to continue to work with me. Nice. And when did you start this business? Um, this, well, I've, I've been an online entrepreneur gosh, probably for seven or eight years in one form or another, but as specifically as somebody who coaches runners and mindset, that's been maybe six years. Gosh, I should figure that out. Uh, (laughs) Like five or six years is probably the the best estimate. But you didn't just start doing it yesterday. You've been been at this for a while, helping people. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and my business has taken several different iterations until I kind of found that magic formula that really, really works. Nice. So tell us what, what's your personal uh, connection to this method? When did, were you always a runner? When, when did you discover that this was the thing that you could help people with? <laughs> so I, um, I mean, I, so I'm 53 years old and I've been a runner since I was in my late twenties. But when I started running, 
I was probably like 28 or 29. I was doing it because I wanted to lose weight. And I was very frustrated because A, I wasn't losing weight from running. And B, I couldn't run very far before I had to stop and walk. And I just, I just kept thinking like, there's something wrong with me. I can't do this. Uh, you know, why, why is this so frustrating? And I, I just kind of kept at it and kept struggling and so forth until I finally figured out a way that I could run and that it could feel good and that I could actually be successful at it. And so I did that for several years and I sort of, you know, in my early forties, I came to this place in my life where I said, I don't really like working for corporate America. I had a great successful career in pharmaceuticals. I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, what else can I do? How can I contribute to the world? And I thought, you know what? I bet there's a lot of other women out there that are struggling, plus size women that, you know, want to start running and haven't figured out how to do it. Why don't I help them? And so that sort of was the, you know, seedling for the business that I have today. And, and I got to ask, because I'm curious, what is the method or the technique? Is it a certain piece of equipment? Is it a certain way to approach running? Because in my head, I think, well, you just lace your shoes up and then you start, <laughs> like I do what you what you say, I, I run for, I don't know, 50 feet until I'm ready to walk again. Like, I just don't like doing it personally. Uh, but it, what do you run underwater? Do you run in the grass? <laughs> like, what is there? Is there some secret <laughs> method? Like, what are you talking about? Um, all right. It's a combination of things. First of all, I teach all my clients to use the run walk approach, but not like running until you're exhausted and you want to puke and then right. walking. Like I actually teach them to do it a lot more strategically. I also teach a, a, a specific running form that's super helpful for plus size women. Um, and also a lot easier on the joints. And a lot of my clients are in their fifties and sixties, and even some of them are in their seventies mm. and I've trained, you know, I had a client who was 76 years old and I trained her to run a half marathon and she'd never been a runner until she was in her seventies. And she's, she was just like, her mind was blown. So I use these kind of techniques. So, so there's that piece of it. And then I also help them with the mental struggles, because I think a lot of what, what, you know, people have a hard time with, with running is not being great at it right away and sticking with it long enough to see gains and see improvements. So I work really hard with my clients on that mindset piece so that they don't just quit when it's hard or uncomfortable or it's raining outside. Gotcha. And I, I can imagine when people figure out the running technique and they start to see progress and they, you work with them on their mindset, I would assume that it's a domino effect, a cascading waterfall effect of other parts of their life start to improve. Is that, have you seen that? Is that, is that a fair guess? It's totally, yeah, you nailed it. And it's funny because the name of my membership is run your best life because we use the tools of the tool of running and the mindset tools for people to not just, you know, be great runners, but change their entire lives as a result of it. Yeah. Cause I, I know when I'm in my life, I think everybody experiences this. If I'm, if something's out of whack, then it all kind of follows. Like if my intention is, you know, get a good night's rest and wake up early and meditate or pray for 30 minutes and then listen to an audio book and then go for a walk with the dog and then wake up my children gently and with a loving heart and cook them a delicious breakfast and get them off to school with a kiss on the forehead and also support my wife and on and on and on, you know, create, create organic content for my business and create a thoughtful blog, blog post. Like when, when something's off, like I'll eat like trash. I'll stay up too late. I do none of what I just said. Then I sleep in, then I eat like trash again. And then I don't go to the gym and it's, it's all connected. I wonder, I wonder why that is. And definitely why the benefit of a program like yours is so helpful to these people. 
Well, and I think like the, the actions, what I teach my clients is that the actions you take in life, all the things that you do throughout the day are driven by the emotions that you're experiencing and our emotions are driven by our thoughts. So when you have, mm-hmm. you know, a thought that's not super helpful, like, um, you know, for example, like just to use the example of running, So my clients might wake up six o'clock in the morning and they have all these plans, right? They're like, I'm going to go for a run. I'm going to walk the dog. I'm going to make breakfast for the kids. And I'm going to, you know, uh, be really great at my job today. I'm going to go to all my zoom meetings and I'm going to be like the best, the best thing ever. Right. They have all these great plans. They wake up in the morning and their brain says to them, Oh God, it's raining outside. Let's not run today. Let's do it tomorrow. Right. And so we have that thought. And then when we, when we, think that thought, we feel very unmotivated. And when we feel unmotivated, we don't take the action that we want to take. The result is that we don't run. But then what happens is then we have a thought about that. Then we start feeling guilty, right? We start thinking, oh gosh, I failed again. We start feeling kind of guilty. And when we feel guilty, we don't take the actions that we want to take, right? We avoid, we like eat trash, like you said, or you know, maybe we're like, we'll spend all morning scrolling Facebook and instead of being, you know, doing the things that we want to do. And it becomes a domino effect. So, I I mean, I teach my mental tools very specifically in the context of running to help people like get their running dialed in. And then once they do that, they're like, oh, okay, if I use those tools for running, maybe I can use it to make the rest of my day go really well. Yeah. Awesome. Super cool stuff. Well, thank you for your mission and for sharing those tips with us (laughs) and a little preview of what's inside. At any point, you're welcome to say, hey, that's for customers. Stop asking. (laughs) You got to pay me to tell tell you that stuff. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, All very good stuff. So let's talk about your programs. You mentioned you have the 30-day running course. You've got the mindset tools. You have a membership. What is what are the different ways you've gotten traffic to your funnels? And especially, there's, I mean, I want to talk about how you use ambassadors mostly, but what's your history of doing that? You've tried Facebook ads in the past, right? But then it stopped working. Yeah. Um, actually, so, so I have like a bunch of different ways that I get traffic. I have a podcast that um, is about three years old and I get a lot of traffic from the podcast. But what I get are, you know, people joining my free things through the podcast, which is awesome. Um, people learn to, they, they learn to know, like, and trust me, obviously through the podcast, but, um, I haven't found that the podcast translates as much into purchases as it does raving fans. Mm. And, and again, I have, I've written three books that are all on Amazon. They've, I wrote them, you know, several years ago and I get like a steady stream of people finding me and they become raising raving fans. And I think it's because, you know, when, when I'm on my podcast, I'm, I'm super authentic. <laughs> There's no, I don't pretend to be anything I'm not. And so I think I'm, I'm super relatable to my, to my people, but I'm like, okay, I got all these raving fans. How do I translate them into purchasing customers? And so uh, I would, I had been running Facebook as I had somebody that was managing my ads for me. Um, and we were actually doing pretty, pretty well. I was running ads both to my freebie and to uh, some of my paid programs, but then COVID happened. Mm. And I started getting all of these notifications from my existing clients saying, I just lost my job. I can't afford to do this anymore. And like, you know, when you own a membership, when you run a membership, like your livelihood depends on people coming back month after month, right? It's not like a one, one-time thing. So I actually made the difficult decision to stop running Facebook ads and let go the the person that was running them for me so that I could kind of use that capital to account for some of the folks that 
were were leaving the group. And then I had to get sort of creative <laughs> from there. I was like, all right, well, if I, you know, Facebook ads were working great, but I'm not going to run them for the for the time being. I started thinking about, all right, I do have a lot of raving fans. How can I leverage that? And so what I did, because my my um my 30-day program is the gateway into my membership. And I run that about three to four times a year. I open it up, I have the class, and then I invite them to the membership afterwards. So I've got some folks in my membership that um, that are like raving fans that I thought, how can I leverage them talking? Because they would talk about me all the time. They tell their friends, listen to this podcast, check out this woman. She's amazing. She's changed my life. And I thought, what if I just gave them all a little link to my paid programs? And so when they're talking to their friends and family or when they're posting on social media, they could be like, hey, you, you can join, work with her here. And then I, I basically created an affiliate program for these, for these women so that they could share the link. But I was real specific with it. These are women that are already existing clients. And I created a program I call um, the Not Your Average Runner Ambassadors. And they go through a process where they apply to be an ambassador. And because I'm looking for, I'm looking for the evangelists. I'm looking for the ones that believe so deeply in what I do that they can't wait to tell everybody about it. And then they get a percentage of every sale that they make. Mm. And, and there's other perks that they get to being an ambassador. Like I send them fun swag and they get like, they get more access to me within the, the program, uh, within, you know, my paid program, but it's working. It's worked really well. So we tried it out just for the first time. We tried having the ambassadors and we gave them each their own um, private paid link so that every sale that was made through that link, you know, came back to them. Um, and actually I would say, I'm kind of looking at my numbers here and about 12 to 15% of my sales on my last round, uh, my last launch came through my ambassadors. Hmm. That's awesome. So they, yeah, I love, I've never mastered this. I'm really interested in this and what you're sharing. This is really interesting. I like the application process. I like the, those percentages are great because it's, I was going to say free. I don't mean free. You had to pay a commission to the people that told other people about your program and sent you, sent you humans to, to buy it. But there's so many other people that are now aware of your program that they weren't ready to buy that they might not have heard about it before because an ambassador told them about it, but it's just kind of a not now thing and there's no pressure, but your awareness has grown and your yeah. income has grown because these people sent you people and they paid a commission. So it's this win-win all around. You didn't have to yeah. pay Mark Zuckerberg or pay for Facebook ads or Instagram ads to get 12 to 15% of your sales. Um, that's really interesting. So what, my first question, I hate to ask this, sorry. What tech did you use? I get that all the time. I think that all the time. Did you, what, what were you using to get them affiliate um, links? Yeah, no, that's a great question. And um, so my, I run my, my, um, I don't even, this is so sad. I don't know the the terminology, but I use Entreport to manage okay. my emails and my landing pages. And Entreport has a built-in affiliate program. So I just right. use that. It was, I'll be honest, um, not the easiest thing to get set up. There were some little weird little glitches. We did a lot of testing yep. <laughs> and worked out the bugs. I, I kind of felt like it should have been plug and play, but it was not. Um, but it does, what happens is each, each ambassador gets their own private link and then 
this is kind of a fun thing that that worked out that I didn't recognize realize it was going to work that way, but it it did. Um, I they I gave them one link, but they were able to sell. No, I gave them they got two links, but the 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 way my funnel works is I have a paid webinar that I run three to four times a year. Uh, it's a $39 webinar. And then at the end of that webinar, I say to folks, hey, if you join my 30-day beginners running class within 48 hours of this webinar, I will credit the cost of the webinar to your class. And so mm-hmm. it's a $98 class. If they've, they've already bought the webinar, if they sign up for the class within 48 hours, they get $39 off. And so the ambassadors were out there selling this webinar, right? And then anybody that joined the webinar and then ended up buying the class off the back end, the ambassadors still got that commission, even if the they hadn't bought the class through the link, if that makes sense. So like once they bought something from my ambassadors, like that commission rolled over into the next product that they bought which gotcha. I thought was amazing. So so they didn't have to worry about like chasing people down and saying, oh, if you're going to sign up for the class, use my link because my Entreport already took care of that and gave them credit for it. So we ha- we actually, it turns out that my VA set it up that way because she's brilliant. Um, <laughs> she, but like that that was super fun. But that yeah, Entreport's my, my, my system. Gotcha. And that, I think that with, with uh, any kind of affiliate promotions I've done in the past, uh, for me, I promote a lot of people's softwares and my business. I use Samcard. I use ClickFunnels. I use a bunch of other stuff. Uh, uh, I don't know, everything. StreamYard. I have affiliate links for all of them because every time I buy something, I, my brain always thinks, I bet I can get this for free. If I just tell two more people about Bonjoro, mine's free. And so I just, I just always get my links and I put it, <laughs> make them a pretty URL. But when it comes to a membership, like I just signed up to be a member uh, or an affiliate for a program that I just joined, but the membership is 200 bucks a month. And then they gave me a link to promote the membership. And I thought, well, they don't know. My link is almost no good. I don't like I'm, I'm bought in. I, I've been following this guy for six months and I finally bought his thing, but I can't tell you or strangers or listeners, like, here's my link, go buy it. But I can say there's a free training or there's a free video series or a free five-day challenge or a $39 webinar. That's such an easier ask for your ambassadors to promote mm-hmm. than make a monthly commitment to this person that I love that you probably don't know yet, but trust me, it's worth it. Here's my link. It's hundred bucks a month or whatever to, to, to sign up forever. So smart move on getting a lower ticket, lower resistance, easy yes for your yeah. affiliates to promote. So yeah. that's really cool. Well, and, and the, the product that they're promoting is... Uh, the webinar that I teach is how to become a consistent exerciser. And so they're already consistent. Everybody sees like how amazing they're doing with their exercise. And so that webinar is such an easy ask. It's like, oh, if you like what I'm doing, here's how I learned to be consistent with exercise. So it's not even like, hey, here's how to start running. It's like, here's how to stay motivated long enough to do anything exercise related. So it just... It converts beautifully. <laughs> yeah, so the smart marketing lesson for people listening, that's a, generic has a negative connotation. I don't mean that, but that's a problem that a lot of people can relate to saying, it's not that I want to run a marathon. I just wish I could exercise more consistently. I wish I yeah. could walk for 30 minutes a day, every day or whatever it is. They can 
um, implant or assign whatever that means to them on why that matters. But that's an easy thing that I would assume a lot of people, men and women, old and young, uh, have thought, I just want to get exercise more consistently. Why has it got to yeah. be, you know, once a year or whatever? I like yeah. the the joke of like, I exercise religiously twice a year around the holidays. That's how I think... <laughs> <laughs> That's how I think a lot of people are. Feel free to use that in your in your sales in your sales copy. That's so perfect. Thank you. I that is brilliant. <laughs> totally going to use that in my sales copy. Yeah, I love that, it. <laughs> that might be a that'd be a funny That'd be a funny like Facebook ad. I know we're not talking about Facebook ads, but that's a funny thing to put. I I yeah. I uh, I've got way too many dad jokes, but I put jokes in my ads. One of them, uh, I was selling a bunch of funnel templates, and I said, um, "Do you want to send your funnel?" The ad copy said, "Do you want to send your funnel a get better soon card?" Not because yeah. it's sick, you just want it to get better. And then I taught what I had to teach and gave them a link to click, and it was really funny. And I got a bunch of you know want walls like typed out in the in the ad copy or in the comments of the ad. I thought that was kind of funny. So don't be afraid to use jokes in your ad copy and let your personality show. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, you're that. welcome. So, uh, so we got the ambassadors. Uh, remind me, I got a little confused on the uh, on the offers. If if you don't mind explaining, so the webinar was 39, and then was the offer after that? It was the membership, or it was a course or a program that was 97. dollars It's a it's a 30 day course that's 98. dollars okay. And then okay. at the and they have to because basically, and and I've um, I mean, I've gone through tribe. Um, the tribe course, the membership course. So I'm not sure, you know, if your listeners have gone through it or not, but one thing that Stu McLaren teaches is that you have this, you want your membership members to have a success path, a very clear, like, these are the steps that you take to be successful. So I basically took my success path and turned it into a 30-day course. So they go through that. And then at the end of that, they're invited to join my membership. And it sets them up to be super successful in the membership rather than just sort of turning them loose and being like, here you go. Yep. Totally. <laughs> um, have at it. So yeah, so it's, uh, it's it's webinar to course to membership. Got it. Okay, perfect. And then on the ambassador side, to keep it clean, what did they get paid on? The 39, the 98, the membership, all of it, one of it? They or? don't get paid on the membership. We haven't okay. I haven't decided if I want to do that or not. Although, you know, now that we're talking, like I probably should make the that membership. Like if their if their sale makes it all the way through the steps and becomes a member, like I probably should be uh recognizing that. So I'll have a talk with my VA about how we can set that up. But um, they get credit for the the webinar and the course. They get a they get a ten percent commission on each of those. Nice. And I, what I've seen happen, we even we've seen it through Tribe. Here's how I understand Tribe to even work. And for those that don't know, Tribe's a course thing that Jill and I have purchased in the past, and it's super awesome. And Stu McLaren has been on the podcast a couple times. Great guy, smart marketer, cool company. Check it out. Uh, but. Uh, they will get a lot of JVs and affiliates to promote their launch, which is happening every April. And then they'll, uh, when they buy the ticket um, to the course, it's like, let's just, I'm going to make this up. Let's say it's two grand. They buy it in April. They go through it over 12 weeks. There's a live event in August and they launch a mastermind and it's expensive, you know, a couple hundred bucks a month or a couple thousand bucks or something like that. I, I know for a fact that Stu, at least in the past, their company hasn't paid affiliate commissions on the high ticket stuff at the end. And I think my wife just bought Amy Porterfield stuff and it's a similar model. They had a ton of affiliates promoting. She did her big launch in, in, in uh, September. And then there was an event in December and she enrolled a lot of them into a membership. I'm almost positive she didn't pay commissions on that higher ticket thing. So if you're listening and thinking, well, I don't want to do that. I don't want to give a percent of my profits to all these people along every step of the way. At some point, I've seen where the commissions, they just stop. Like if you join the 10K 
a month coaching or mastermind or whatever, there's there's as much as as much fun as it'd be for me to get a cut of that sale of that person I sent through that funnel. Uh, it's not how that not how that typically goes. Does that make sense, Jill? It does. Yeah, yeah. And I think like uh, it's so it's it's interesting because I um, there's a membership that I joined recently. It's called Plan to Eat, and it's it's really just an app that helps you um, plan out your meals, and it, it you store all your recipes in there, and then you tell it what meals you're going to do on what day, and then it creates a shopping list for you. It's awesome. I think it's like forty bucks a year. It's crazy cheap, cool. and they have they actually have um, an affiliate program. So I signed up for it because I love this app. So I talk about it all the time, and I get like. You know, for everybody that signs up, I think I get like a dollar a month or something for as long as they're a member. Mm. And like that's super fun, but but there's nothing out like there's no like sale that happens before. Like the membership is the product. So I like I think you could there's just like a whole bunch of ways that you could slice that pie. Yeah. And I, I wonder even we're just kicking around ideas at this point, but if you could give a bigger um, bounty to that front end webinar sale, like maybe even give the wholesale saying, hey, I'll, like I know people that do that, because if you know your lifetime value of a customer, you want the affiliates to get louder and promote more aggressively. Again, it's probably the wrong word, but just be more intentional with their promotions. Um, maybe give them 50 bucks if they bring you a webinar sign up. If you know the lifetime value of, web, of webinar sign up is more than that, I, I wonder if that would bring in more people on the front end so you can then sell them your 98 and then sell them. Does that make sense? I, I'm not saying no, that. No, it, it actually makes a works. lot of sense. And uh, and I might consider doing that for because our next launch is in April. Um, and yeah, that's beautiful because here's the thing, that webinar converts at about 50%. So about half the mm-hmm. people that take the webinar actually join the course. And so one of my goals this year is to just figure out like, okay, well, if half the people that join that webinar take my course, then I just want to get like 2000 people on that webinar. And yep. and then like, cause, and then when they join the course, about half of those people actually join my uh, membership. And then, you know, I, I, most of my people stick around for, I'd say the average is about six months. Yep. So that's, that's like, um, I hadn't even thought about that way, but like, what if I front loaded and just gave, like, if they sign up for the webinar through my ambassador link, like they just get that, that sale is theirs. Cause I know I'm going to recoup that. Yeah. On the back end. Yeah. Might be interesting. And then, and then test and measure and see if that got you better results. If more of your sales yeah. came from that. And, uh, there might even be a reason I, I doubt this is true, but there might be a reason where you say, Hey, I'll pay a hundred dollar bounty. Cause those webinar, every time I get a webinar registrant for 39 yeah. bucks, I make on average 700. So I'll pay two fifty yeah. for a webinar registrant or whatever. That's way too aggressive, but you get the idea of the psychology of the numbers on your end to incentivize your ambassadors to get loud about it and bring all their friends and it'd be yeah. worth it for your business possibly. So maybe for your next test, you, you do that. And you can also, yeah. you can tweak the numbers and turn the dials and pull down the levers and say, well, let's do whatever, 39 on the front or you know maybe do a 50% commission. So it used to be 10%, now it's 50% on the front end. So yeah. I just five extra ambassador payout on the first thing. And then when they buy the other thing, it's you, you could pay more or less or just do like a $20 bill per workshop purchase on the back end. Mm-hmm. And then if they buy the membership now, it's, what is your membership price? Uh, it's $39 a month for the basic tier and $79 for the um, second tier. Yeah. I like, I like the idea of giving them the idea of how to get it for free, but but that's fine too. So my, my point is you can front load the commissions and you can decrease the back end commissions. And now it's on you and your team to serve those people, to make them stay forever, to upgrade their experience, to get them share worthy results, 
turn them into ambassadors for your next launch. Yeah. And then this whole snowball thing. I know you mentioned you have some lofty goals this year. This type of um, tweaking, I think, would accelerate your journey to yeah. seven figures. It's interesting. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, because I only had, uh, I think I have about 10 ambassadors this time around. So it wasn't like I had this army of women, but 10 ambassadors were responsible for about 52 sales. And mm. that's awesome. Like, oh, and, and, you know, we kind of gave them guidelines. I said, okay, here's a couple graphics that you can use. And here's some talking points. And I'd like you to go like do three Facebook posts, three Instagram posts. I gave them some suggestions. And then of course, obviously it's up to them if they want to do more or less. Um, but I did find that the folks that did more got more sales and yes. are, you know, are getting more of a payout. Uh, but oh. yeah, like if I had a hundred people doing that, all the same thing, then like, great. Then that's 500 sales that that are happening rather than just 50. Yep. And with a lifetime value of, um, I can't do the math that fast in my head, but it sounds like maybe at least I was saying it sounds like three to 600 bucks on average yeah. of people that join the membership and fully make it through the funnel. Those would yeah. be some quick numbers I would play around with. You don't, you don't have to you know be a calculus whiz to pull this off, but you've already, you know, a lot of your numbers, you've told me a lot of them, yeah. but you know, what percent of webinar, uh, people that buy, uh, by the other thing. You said it's a lot. I think you said 50%, what percent of those yeah. by the other thing. And then when they buy that, how long do they stay? And then you have your, your LTV number, your lifetime value number, pretty, pretty dialed in. So, yeah. um, interesting. A any final thoughts on that? I've got one more question, but I want to close that loop on potential affiliate payout incentives. Uh, no, I just thank you for the feedback because I'd like, my brain is kind of exploding a little bit right <laughs> okay. now. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, you're blowing my mind with the ambassador stuff. So this is a, it's a win-win. Um, it's a double knockout when we're done, we're just going to be exhausted. Um, so my last question is how do you, um, how do you activate, uh, that's the wrong word. How do you, how do you find the ambassadors? What, what was that like? Cause I, I'm hesitant. My membership has about 60 or 70 people in it. Are they raving fans? Like, I, I don't know. I think so. But if, if I roll that out there and said, Hey, I've got this new thing coming up and I would love to have promotional partners and whatever that conversation's like, I personally am getting stuck in my head about approaching those people that I know they love it and they buy all my stuff and they show up on all my trainings and they say nice things in the comments. It'd be an easy uh, ask to say, Hey, and then whatever you're about to tell me, like, how do you, how do you enroll those people in your vision, get them excited about spreading the, the message, the money's in some cases, in some markets, maybe kind of a bonus or like, Hey, Jill, like uh, 10 bucks, whatever. That's fine. I love you. I love your mission. I want to help people. That's fine. They'll get a payout too. It really is a win-win. How did you first start to approach and enroll those people to become an ambassador? So uh, this is, this is actually my second round of having ambassadors. It's my first time of having them be as affiliates. So, um, but, but I approached it similarly both times as far as how I was going to find them, which is I, I only put it out to people that were already uh, customers. So I put it out to my current membership members that have made it all the way through the entire funnel. And, um, and I gave them a, an application to fill out. And that application was, you know, tell me why uh, run your best life has been so important to you. And then I, I actually was like, explain to me some of the coaching principles. I would give them questions to kind of assess how much they've engaged with my content, how much they understand what I teach and so forth so that I could evaluate, like, is this person going to be somebody that I want representing my brand or is this somebody that maybe isn't a good fit? So I was, I, I started out by it wasn't just like, hey, if you want a link to be an ambassador, go for it. I wanted to make sure that the people that were um, that had the link were people that were going to speak intelligently about uh, 
um, and not intelligently, that's probably not the best way, but, but speak, um, accurately maybe about, you know, what the benefits are of, of being in my program and could also be very specific about exact results that they had gotten by working with me. So I wanted to, I wanted them to sort of be walking testimonials, um, and also very well-versed in, you know, all of the, and I'm actually going to teach them a, a funnel class next month so that they really understand like, this is why I, this is why we do all the things that we do in the marketing. So I kind of want them to understand that there's reasons behind all the specific requests that we've made of them. Um, and it's to ensure that we make more sales. So I, I did an application process. I chose the, you know, the 10 or 12 that I thought were like, these are, these people really understand what I teach. They're really, they're really walking the walk and talking the talk and, um, and also have a, an understanding of how social media works so that, you know, that, cause I'm like, you have to be on Instagram. You have to be on Facebook. You have to be willing to post a certain number of times for these things. So that's, I, I did that both times, but the first time I ran the ambassador program, instead of giving them an affiliate payout for every sale they made, I just said, you get a discount on your membership every month. And what I found was when they were getting a discount on their membership every month, they weren't as incentivized to talk about the program. So I, we were like, okay, no discount on the program, but the more you talk about it, the more sales you make, the more money you get. So that has incentivized people differently and much more effectively. Did that answer your question? I think I got off track a little bit. No, there. it's super good. It's really interesting. And, and even what you found about the, the, the payout incentives, like why would they want to share this? What would get them more motivated? And um, I like the idea on the funnel side. I like the idea on the marketing side and taking those people behind the scenes and saying, hey, every, every time you make a post or every sale you make, your potential commissions realistically are this. You get this up front, you get this if they buy that, you get this if they buy out by that. So every person you send could be worth uh, $98 or whatever the math like realistically works out. Not to hype them up with any type of inaccuracy, but saying, I'm gonna go behind the scenes. This is ambassador only training. Here's how my entire funnel works. I've done this for a long time. And when you promote on the front end, here's what's at stake for you. And I want you to be really excited about that. So you post more often. If you have any questions, you, you know, do that. So they'll, they'll do better. That's, that's interesting. Second thing is words matter. And the word ambassador is better than, I don't know, affiliate or like yeah. that truly you want them to be an ambassador of your program, not some hypey, I'm sure you don't live in that world as much as I stumble into accidentally all the time. But for my affiliate commission stuff, I'm promoting ClickFunnels and SamCard and kind of the make money stuff. And how people promote that is kind of, it's kind of gross. Like it's not, mm -hmm. I don't like doing that, but I can authentically talk about how SamCart has increased my sales and 10 ways SamCart has made me more money. And then I tell that story and say, by the way, I've got a link. If you want to go check it out, they've got a webinar next week. Like it's a no brainer. It's, it's done me very, very well. So using all those psychological, not tricks, not manipulation, not, not hypnotism, I'm not saying that, but getting them excited to say, here's what's possible. Not only are you spreading the message and evangelizing, you know, what, what we're doing here and how we're helping women achieve freedom and confidence and acceptance and, and hope and, and health and all those things that we're doing, you can also get paid to do it. Um, yeah. And then getting them like really pumped up and having those calls and having leaderboards and you don't have to go crazy, but yeah, if you let, yeah. if you let, if I was a promotional partner in the top 10, got a special prize or a special mastermind with you, 
that's another layer, right? If like you'll pay them, but also you want them to kind of be competing with each other. So the top three get to, you know, come to your house or get to have a zoom dinner with you or get to do a virtual run session, or they win a Peloton or whatever, <laughs> you get them excited. I think Pelotons are probably, I don't know what they cost in my head. Pelotons are $40,000. Um, I'm just kidding. I saw one over your shoulder. So I know they're not they're, cheap. Yeah. They're not cheap. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's a great, uh, and that's again, like you've just kind of got my brain working a little bit, like how can we get a little competition going between them? And I know that Stu McLaren has done really done that really well with his affiliates. Um, And the, the other thing that I think is so fun about the ambassador program that we've created is first of all, it seems very exclusive, right? Because they have to apply. And, and it's so funny because I'll, I'll put the application out and then, um, you know, I'll say, okay, just, you know, like decisions are going to be made on such and such a date. And then that day they're all in the Facebook group. Like, has anybody seen, like, did she post it? Who's going to be the ambassadors? And it's, they get so excited Mm -hmm. to find out if they've been chosen. And then everybody that's chosen as an ambassador, like I, I feature them in my social media. I talk about them. So they get, recognition and they get people learning their story and finding out how amazing they are, which I think is like, that's attractive to people. People want to be recognized for what they've done. Like whether or not they're getting paid for that recognition, they like, it feels good to have somebody say like, Hey, look, she, you know, Sarah's an example of what's possible. Like, look at all this cool stuff that she's done. And so I think that's another one of the benefits the, the ambassadors get, at least in my program is they get, they get public recognition recognition of how amazing they are. Yeah, I, I, th- I think too, if they, as they're applying, if they have additional, like I, I identify as like a scrappy marketer guy. So I applied to promote Samcart last year and they said, we're only letting 50 people promote this. And I thought, I don't have a shot. And my list isn't that big. It's under 10,000 people. These, there's some big heavy hitters on their sales page of past ambassadors. There's just not, I don't even have a shot. And I applied. I think I I always like to inject humor or personality. I'm like, I bet they're going to have to watch a bunch of boring videos. So I did like a, a rap or jokes, or I did something different to stand out. And it was kind of silly and it was whatever it was. And that got their attention. Then they invited me in. Now I feel super cool. Like you said, it's exclusive and I'm one of their 50. Well, I scrapped my way into the top 10 and I won like a Yeti cooler or something. Plus, oh my you know, God, bunch, way to go. Commission. I know it was crazy. <laughs> I But I got after it and they did a bunch of stuff uh, for me. So like the psychology of how that all works it was cool to get to say, like today, one of the co-founders of Samcart, which is a pretty big company, his name's Scott, and he texts me something. Like I have a relationship with him now because I was an affiliate, because I honored him and his vision for his company, because I brought them a bunch of customers. It was a, a cool seat at the table, a cool uh, way to you know be a part of that. My point though is, as you apply, because I told them, I was like, I'm going to run ads. I'll run ads everywhere. I'll spend up to 10 grand in ads to promote this thing, to promote your webinar, to my list, to my people, to people like yours. I'll tell my stories. I'll do all this stuff. And I got scrappy. So your potential promotional partners, you know, it'd be super cool for y'all to do, you know, Instagram lives together or whatever their platform of choice is, you know, that they might think that's kind of cool because they've learned you, they had learned from you, they admire you, they're excited about you. And oh my gosh, now you're coming by their house real quick, like online to, to talk and excite them. And then they, everybody that signs up gets to use their affiliate link during your Facebook live together, Instagram live together, your clubhouse room together, wherever they're hanging out. It's uh, really interesting. So this is this is a really fun brainstorming session on yeah. using ambassadors to grow your business. Really smart stuff. So use Entreport. You got a bunch of people. We're kind of running out of time here. So I want to try to wrap this up, but I really enjoyed this conversation. I'll give you the last word though. What's your advice for people looking to inject an ambassador 
element into their business? Um, I guess a couple pieces of advice. I would start small, right? Like don't just invite all the ambassadors in. Maybe, maybe you reach out to a few people who have similar audiences to you or a few of your raving fans that, you know, you see them already talking about you on social media and set that relationship up, um, that way. I would say, cause, cause again, like when I started the ambassadors, even the, the last time, I think last time we did it, we maybe had 14, 14, this time we had between 10 and 12. Um, we've kept it small because I didn't, I wanted to establish the program before I blew it up and before I had like tons and tons of people. So I would say start small, find people that are again, raving fans that are already talking about you and, and just like make it worth their while to keep up the conversation or find people. Cause I actually did one of my ambassadors is not a client. I should be clear about that. She's somebody who has sort of an adjacent business and, um, she's, uh, she's a weight loss coach. And so I'm a running coach and there's a lot of overlap. So I said, Hey, she, and she's got a huge audience and she's, you know, had talked about me on her social media as like, Oh, you know, I follow Jill Angie and she's a running coach and I've started running by listening to her podcast, but she wasn't a client. But I said, you know, we have so much overlap, like let's partner and let's kind of co-promote. And so she ended up, she actually was my biggest ambassador this year. She made, you know, probably of all the sales, she probably made 20 to 30% of them. Mm. So, so that's another way that you can kind of, um, create that, that relationship. So that, I guess that would be my advice is to start, start there. And I think like, you don't need to have Entreport to have an affiliate relationship. Like you, I think there's software out there that will do that as a standalone. Cause I'm affiliates for a couple different brands like Enel, sports bras, and, um, uh, I guess plan to eat does it in their thing. But anyway, like Enel sports bras, their affiliate program is managed by standalone software. So you don't have to already have it necessarily integrated into your, uh, system. There, there are things that you can purchase to help you do it standalone. Yeah, for sure. I know some of them, I, I can't think of, uh, it's called the easy, not easy pay direct. I'll think of the name. I'll put them in the comments if I think of them. But yeah, I've got, I can do affiliates through Infusionsoft, ClickFunnels or SamCart. So three of the tools that I use in my everyday business have an affiliate setup. But you're right. If you don't have one, you don't need to invest in a multi hundred dollar uh, a month. Oh, pay kickstart. There it is. Pay kickstart. It just oh, there me. we go. Yeah. Pay kickstart. I think it's a standalone affiliate management. I've promoted people with pay kickstart. It's kind of cool. You log into their platform, but anything you use Kajabi, Kartra, uh, any, almost any platform has some way to track affiliates and get people unique buy links. So, uh, love the advice, love the conversation, start small. Um, thanks for what you do, Jill. Thanks for taking the time to have a chat with me and really enjoyed the chat and wish you best of luck. Where can people go to find out about you and your offers and your programs? Okay. So you can find me at my website, notyouraveragerunner.com. Um, I do, if you want to download my 30 day freebie, it's right there. So it's just notyouraveragerunner.com. I'm on Instagram, notyouraveragerunner is my handle. If you go to Facebook, again, notyouraveragerunner. <laughs> if you just search notyouraveragerunner, it'll all come up, the podcast, all the stuff. So it's the easiest way. Awesome. I will do that and put that in the show notes. Well, thanks again. Hope you have a great day and thanks for sharing with my audience. Thank you. It's been a pleasure.